0: You know, sometimes you just got to open up cold.
1: Good thing for all that technology.
0: Right, right. You're listening to Motor City Juke Joint <laughs> <laughs> on New Radio Media. I am Ben Rose, and sitting across from me is Julia. She returns to... Uh...
1: I'm back, guys. I know you all missed me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I don't know. I, I missed it. Did I always you? have a lot of fun when I come and fill in on the show. Absolutely. Good. I love it.
0: See, my thing is getting mad. My thing is getting mad.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. no, I'm gonna leave that one alone. You can, yeah, just, yeah, just leave it alone. Absolutely. It alone. All right.
0: Tonight's show. Actually, we're gonna have the, the main topic for tonight's show is gonna be a little serious. Just you know, just just a heads up. But I'm leaving. Yeah, we we'll get to that in a minute because there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff. Well, so we're gonna go on. Is going on uh, tonight. On tonight, but on uh, as far as uh, some music, I have coming up for you tonight. We have some J D McPherson because J D McPherson's playing at the Magic Bag tonight.
1: He is. I'm super excited. I've never ever been to a show of his. I have. So He's amazing, and very we'll be excited.
0: going. We'll be going there right after. Absolutely. And most likely with Ian, the the boss. So that uh, we have some other shows coming up. Brian Setzer, which is tomorrow.
1: Also very excited to go to that one. Haven't that's, been to that uh, Brian Setzer Christmas show either.
0: That's right. We'll be there. But uh, some some uh, Black Irish shows that are coming up, and I'll be playing music from that. from Swing and Utters with uh, Western Stray, Western Sangs, Darius uh, Krosky, Break Anchor, and Rebel Spies. Rebel Spies were a guest on the show a few weeks ago because they did their album release. It's a great band. Lute and Wainwright will be at the ARC. These, both these shows are on Thursday. Uh, Billy Hamilton, The Lowriders at the Celtic Knot in Lakeville will be Friday. Uh, so, that's far. yeah, it is far. But then you know, Saturday she wants revenge of the Majestic, awesome, and Devil Elvis at Plymouth Rock. I believe that's in Plymouth.
1: It would make sense to me if it's, it was yeah, in Plymouth. It should be. Yeah.
0: And then uh, I have some same Thomas boys coming up in there because they're, they're going to be playing at the New Dodge on also the twenty second. Yes. And this, this is an interesting one because, you know, we continue to talk shit about Morrissey. <laughs> cause yeah. Because Morrissey's a bitch. Which I'd like to kind of... I'm going to talk to Ian, see if I can set up an interview with him. Uh, I know. He, Morrissey will probably tell me <laughs> to fuck off. But Thanksgiving is still murder with the Smiths United. So you have a Morrissey cover band.
1: That's like an annual Thanksgiving thing, though. It is. That kind of happens every uh, year. Yeah. That's something I've wanted to check out for a little bit. But, right. But... Um, not in the cards this year.
0: They're playing a bl- they're with a Blondie tribute band.
1: That would be awesome. Yeah, it's
0: called Blondie. B-L-O-N-D-E, dash E. Blondie.
1: That, that sounds cool. I know that Smith United play with like Reek here a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that would also be a really cool show to check out.
0: Yeah, I've seen Smith United. They're pretty good. They played at, um, at, at, you know, Jason, my cousin, Jason Cadlitz, who yeah. owns the the, Berk, the, the Berkeley, Berkeley Chop Shop. 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 Mm-hmm. They played at his 40th birthday party. When the Berkeley front, I think it was last time I was ever at the Berkeley front. So
1: like your whole family is super seen. Yeah, shut up. That's really awesome. Yeah, no, it it's is. cool. It is. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so there's that. Then Black Friday, which is the 24th, there's the, weird, uh, the Black Friday record sale at Weirdsville Records among Mount Clemens at Steve Taylor's store. And then you can go to the, the Black Friday fire uh, sale art show with Suburban Sun at the Hastings Street Ballroom. And here's the big. Here's two big ones coming up in December, with SWMRs and the Interrupters at the Magic Stick. The Interrupters, it's like rancid with the female singer.
1: That sounds really interesting, it especially is. If she sings like she's got a mouthful of marbles, like Tim Armstrong.
0: Oh yeah, I'm gonna play play some Interrupters coming up in just a moment. Right on. And the next day will be Elvis Hitler, with Snake Out, which is Len Von Speed Cults band and Suburban Sun. It'll be at Smalls.
1: That's gonna be a great show. Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, last. Thursday, I interviewed uh, Jim Leedy of Elvis Hitler, and that was probably the best interview I've ever done. Longest. It was really good. I
1: did have a chance to check it out um, yesterday when I was driving two hours for a work thing. But yeah, it was a really, really good interview. I suggest anyone that didn't hear it, go check out the uh, podcast on the New Radio Media Uh. website. There's a little plug for
0: you. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, And also go check out the episodes that Julia's been on, and uh, maybe the one that her brother was on.
1: Oh, yeah. My, yeah. my, uh, my unique brother. <laughs> Marty's great. Oh no, he is great. Marty, Marty's a good kid.
0: Yeah, he's great. Now we actually, we, I, I wanted it to say Marty Buffalini third, third, because I didn't want any confusion with your dad.
1: Right. Well, I mean, anyone that knows my dad, or even knows my brother, because they both know quite a mm-hmm. bit of people, um, would I think would have automatically have figured that out that once, you're... only upon hearing. Because, like I've said before, especially on the show, my dad's got that voice. Yes. Marty's got a great voice, too, but my dad has that very identifiable voice.
0: Oh, yes. Yes. I And I do hear him in some commercials. Well, there was one commercial I saw. It was just his face.
1: Yeah, he's got a, dent, a Delta Dental radio commercial out right now.
0: Really? Yep. The one I saw, was, I think, it was for Windows.
1: Uh, um... The one with just his face was probably Mr. Reuter. Oh, Mr. Reuter. That's that it. that was a number of years ago. Yeah. He looks a lot older now. Yeah. No offense to my dad, but, you know. That's okay. We Sorry. talk about him a lot on this show. Sorry, Let's Mr. Bufflini. you're you're <laughs> a handsome fellow, right?
0: All right. So yes, your dad your dad is actually pretty cool. I I do, I do enjoy the limited interaction that I've had with him.
1: <laughs> and that's probably the best way to go. Yeah.
0: Well, I'd love to have him on the show. Oh Lord, I think that would be fun because he has a, a play coming up, right?
1: Yeah, he does. Actually, he's directing a play at uh, Gross Point Theater. Yes. Um, I think it opens in December, something like mid-December. Mm-hmm. The 1940s Radio Hour is what it's called. It's actually ah, a really cool show. He was yes. actually a character in it back in the 80s when I was a kid, and now he's uh, he's directing it now, which is which is pretty cool. So, anybody want to check out some really good community theater? Yeah, go to Gross Point Theater. I think it's GPT.org or something like that. Yeah,
0: go yeah. absolutely go check that out. Uh, tonight's main uh, the main topic of tonight's show since. There's been all this stuff in the in the in the news about these actors and directors and producers just being shady bastards. A lot of actresses are coming out and they're just calling them out. Uh, the same thing happens a lot in the music industry. I'm being, sure. You know, from someone that's been in the music industry in in entertainment for a while, I've seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. I've seen. Uh, I've seen so many people be creepy and I I, I've seen them do it in ways that it's it's subtle and in ways in in other times I've seen it where it's just whipping it out I I I, I can say I'm not going to call out who whipped it out but it wasn't like they whipped it out at one particular person they just whipped it out and um, it is it doesn't make it okay
1: that's really inappropriate it is
0: inappropriate it doesn't make it okay uh, but I, but you do, it does happen. It happens a lot, and it's happened to some really famous people, like Kesha and uh, Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift, Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Tom Jones says it happens a lot. Sexual harassment in the music industry.
1: Right, right. now, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yes.
0: Well, I mean, it's like, well, you, you think that, oh, Tom, Tom Jones. I, I think Tom Jones would be I, doesn't have to do anything. He, um he, I think he just has to breathe, and and, and women are all over him.
1: Of a certain demographic, sure, yes, yes. but yeah, I mean, I think, but that's, I think, we're more talking about the reverse yes. of not, uh, not so much inappropriate older females throwing themselves at at a somewhat aged yeah. celebrity. Right, I think we're talking about flip side of that. Yes,
0: but it does it, all, all that stuff happens, and it's not okay. And we're going to be talking about that. Also, some other stuff. Some awful um, people collect some awful memorabilia people pay a lot of money for some dumb shit which is stupid yeah and uh, a topic that's come up on the show that's not music related that we've uh discussed especially in the last couple months was is the northville psychiatric hospital because there's a big debate and can you still go in there and no you will not be able to get in there anymore it is going to disappear
1: like a magic trick
0: like a magic trick. That's so
1: cool. Like David Blaine type weirdness? It might. That'd be really fun.
0: Yeah. Yes. So.
1: Speaking of weirdness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no.
0: David Blaine's on the list of people got called out. Oh, really? Yes. David Blaine is. has uh, it been called out. So we have that coming up. Uh, also some other s- local stuff. Music industry stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm and you're going to enjoy it. But I uh, the some uh we're having coming up we're going to start. Man, I am just off today because that that the, the technical difficulty it just threw me off just a little tiny bit. That's
1: okay. We'll get it back. Yeah, we'll get we'll it, rein back. it back in. No no oh, it's like I just I'm not just very, I'm not really knowledgeable on the whole uh creepers and the music industry type thing cuz I think we were talking about it on the way here yeah. you would ask me if I'd experienced anything like that and I was like, "No, I'm far too abrasive for anybody to right. approach me in that manner." So um, I think it does give off that vibe, where don't mess with that girl.
0: That's that's type correct. Type you thing. do give out that vibe, and you and you do you've managed to. Get I've rest got in the bitch resting bitch, bitch face. I've yes. got that perfected. Yes, well, absolutely. And, that, and that's something we're gonna, we can really talk about is things that people do that prevent this. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, you probably are we're unaware that you were. Deter being a deterrent.
1: No, no, no. When it, I mean, I haven't let it get so far as to, like, we'll, we'll save it. We'll yeah, come
0: back we to save it. Yeah, we will save it, for sure. We'll but come back. But first, 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 we're going to play a little bit of music, and I think some J.D. McPherson. Since J.D. McPherson is happening tonight, we were supposed to get an interview, and it didn't quite pan out, because he didn't have time.
1: Well, it's J.D. McPherson. Yeah. It? It's we're, not surprising.
0: We were trying to get, like, a ten-minute interview, and... Yeah, we should have gotten a hold of him a lot sooner, but it happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm bummed about that. We're trying to get we're trying to get a, uh get Brian Setzer as well.
1: He's super busy too. Yeah, he's super busy like doing his hair and finger picking,
0: and uh, <laughs> and wearing retro underwear.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Okay. What are you playing for us, Ben?
0: Ooh. How do we get so many damn technical difficulties in one freaking night?
1: It happens.
0: It does happen. It's okay. Yeah. We're breaking in a new guy here, too, and he's not even touching anything. I can't even blame it on you, Jamie.
1: Well, you could. I could. I will. <laughs> I turned your mic off because <laughs> so you can't talk shit to me right now.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Uh... But yeah, what the fuck? We're having all kinds of bullshit with this music. But that's alright. That's alright. We'll make it do. We'll make it work. Make it happen. Yes. Here is Lucky Penny by JD McPherson right here on Worst Giant on New Radio Media. <laughs>
2: Nothing but bad luck.
0: You're listening to the Motor Juke Joint on new radio media. Still working on some of that, That I don't know. We had some awful static, but that is brand new. J.D. McPherson with Lucky Penny, who is playing at the Magic Bag tonight. So go check it out. I think tickets are still available. So, yeah, go do that. The sh- oh, doors are opening at 8 o'clock, but, you know, you you stick around listen to the show... Shows until nine. You can, you know, go in then. Yeah, you should do that. I'd like that. So, like I said, we're going to be talking about awful bullshit that happens in the music industry, which is just, you know, it's disgusting. You shouldn't, no one should be, no one should um, take it upon themselves. It's, Sorry, Julia. Uh, no,
1: things, that's okay. Things was, That's okay. I all was right. very surprised to hear you talking when I walked back that's in. it's all right. Sorry, I had a little, a little pit stop to me. It
0: happens. The best of us. So, no one should ever take it upon themselves to just grab something. Like the guy that um, it was a radio DJ that grabbed Taylor Swift's ass.
1: Mm-hmm. Ruined his
0: career. Ruined his career because she called them out. Now, Taylor, I don't know how anybody could think they can get away with anything with Taylor Swift, because she her she bases her entire career on um, calling people out. Right. You know, her, every song she's, I think, ever written is, is like a, a fuck you to a boyfriend, or an ex-boyfriend.
1: Pretty much, yes.
0: So, this guy grabbed her ass, and then sued her for basically ruining his career, and she countersued him for a dollar just based on principle and won. Mm-hmm. And i I'm hoping he paid that dollar just because.
1: In pennies.
0: In pennies, yes.
1: <laughs> well, no, not in pennies. just, I'm just
0: yeah. Because, you know, sure. What well, an I mean, if you're going
1: to be a, a big enough douche to grab somebody's butt without consent, you it, might be a big enough douche to pay off your settlement in pennies.
0: That's right. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's, and he's, he doesn't have a career in anything now uh, douchebaggery. Douche ba- well, he has a degree in douchebaggery, apparently. a de- Yes, a PhD,
1: <laughs> a doctorate.
0: Yes, a doctor, a doctor douche.
1: <laughs> so
0: we also have you know situations like with Kesha. Kesha was was with a producer, right? Mm-hmm. And he. She had a contract with. Her. She could not get out of this, even though he was con- he was sexually assaulting her. So she didn't really want to do anything.
1: I don't remember if it was assault or just some sort of har- harassment. Either way, there's no lesser of the two. Right. <clears throat> I just don't know. I'm so sorry. My my throat is gross. It's
0: okay. <clears throat> it's you have <laughs> you have you have situations like that. I mean, because it, it's it's a psychological assault.
1: Right. I mean, I don't know what the case was. I know she was young because Kesha's. I don't I think she's just now in her twenties, I think. Yeah. She was young and she was working with the producer and there was some inappropriateness going on and she there was a whole big court battle about it, like yes. just back and forth on on, on both sides and I, I kinda got the feeling like the, the judge didn't believe her kind of thing. Right.
0: And she couldn't get out of the contract. She basically wanted to break this contract with this with this producer. Right. And it and and, and She was getting that bullshit of, like, oh, well, you signed a a contract.
1: Right. And legally binding or not, if there's some sort of inappropriate conduct going on, no one should have to deal with that, whether they're a male or a female. Right. Yeah, this is going to be a hot topic for me. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I can't really say I've experienced it with people in the music industry because it's not really an industry that I'm very active in. Um, You know, they're... I can't really say it's been from musicians though either. But I've gone to a lot of shows, and there's always those guys there that hey, can I buy you a drink? Or hey, you know, just talking to you and just bothering you, whatever. Yeah. But I'm the kind of person who's gonna stop it if I can before it goes any further, where I'm being harassed or I'm I've made a a not okay decision to go home with somebody or you know whatever.
0: Right, and you know that like that that's a thing. It's like. When when you're a musician, a lot of there are there is a lot of exposure. A lot of your exposure to people will be in situations like that, and people will start to get off on the fact like, oh yeah, I'm on stage. You know, hey, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's sure. If you want to get off that you're being on stage, that's great. Don't use that to your advantage. Don't use that as a way to force yourself onto somebody. Don't get, make somebody feel like hey. You know, I, I can, I can get away with this because people know who people know who I am. You right. should definitely not do that because people know who you are, but exactly. well, you shouldn't do it anyway. No. But even like, we can even broaden this every, every I think every woman has dealt with guys being creepy with them. You oh, yeah, have for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, can, I definitely yeah. have. Yeah. So, and I, I've, I've seen people be incredibly creepy, you know, like, uh, there's no, there's just, there's just no reason to, I mean, it's, all right. It's not just saying comments. It's not just like trying, putting your hands on somebody, mm-hmm. you know, it could be, you can make people feel uncomfortable by just staring at them. It's just not okay.
1: No, I totally agree. You like know? to me, cause I don't know, I, I hate being stared at. If you're yeah. going to stare at me, yeah. at least like come and say something. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, not be a weirdo and, um, you know, just be like, Hey, you know, whatever. Don't make me feel super uncomfortable by just staring at me and not yeah. saying anything. Cause right. I don't know what you're thinking. If you're just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Staring. And it's rude. Staring yes. is very rude. Yes. And you know me, I'm all about manners. Yes, you are. Yes.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Keep it. Yeah. All guys, all keep that in mind. <laughs> uh, in, it's, I don't think really anybody likes to be stared at. Sure, when you're performing, that's one thing. Right. You know, it's and. different.
1: If I'm standing in a show, I'm having a good time, whether yeah. I look cute or not, because I've right. gone to shows dressed up and I've gone to shows straight from work where I'm in chef pants and a t shirt. Yes, yes, And you I'm have. still getting stared at. Maybe yes. It's a testament to how great I look when I get out of work and I'm dirty.
0: Or they're like, <laughs> well, what the hell is she doing in the chef pants? And...
1: Right? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we're getting off the track
0: here. Yes, getting you know, off track. But I, all right. So in my experience, all, all the years that I've booked and, um, done shows I've heard some of the worst pickup lines coming out of musicians and uh, it's some of them are comical Mm. but it's like how like what makes you think that that's going to work like right, there was this one show I'm not going to name I'm not going to call this call the guy out it's not my place because I was not I was not on the receiving end of this
1: right and you shouldn't call people out anyway
0: right well, if if the if the, if the people on receiving end of this want to call people out, that's fine. So if you actually want, you know what I'm going to say this: if you want to call in, if you've had an experience with any with any of this, whether it be local band, national touring band, a promoter, a venue owner, like any anything involving the music industry, entertainment business, where some guy or asshole decided that he was going to get handsy or he was going to try to use it to his advantage. Uh, Hey, you want to come see my tour bus? Uh, You know. What are you doing after this?
1: I am going to say, though, if you do want to call in but you want to remain anonymous, yes. that's totally cool, too. Yes. It's a very personal thing yes. that happens yes. to guys and women. Yeah. So you can you don't have to tell us your name.
0: And you don't even have to call the person out if you don't want to. But if you want to want to talk about your story, you can go right ahead, and that's 844-999-9249. That's 844-999-9249. Now, the thing that I witnessed, uh, this was... I don't want to say like super early on in uh, my career in the music industry, but it was kind of uh, my first show that I had really done far away from the Metro Detroit. Mm -hmm. And And it was said to somebody that worked for me, and the, and the guys, do you mean, and, 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 I know that this, this, this person was very flirty with everybody, but it, it, that was part of her job. And he said, so, uh, you, where are we going for breakfast? You know, it's like, that's cheesy. It's late at night. And he kept, just kept pushing. He was like, come on. You're coming over for breakfast. Like there's a touring band. You're going to get in, basically he's like do you want to come to the tour to, to get in our van and we're going to have breakfast in the van. Right. You know, it's 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 like he kept being kind of pushy. Now, this is a band that we had several shows lined up. So, and this was day 1. oh So, now we have to deal with this this situation. Right. You know, um for the rest of the week.
1: Well, I mean, Stuff like that, especially if it's bands that you yourself booked, and they're saying these things to a, a colleague or a close friend or yeah. both, um, hopefully nipped it in the bud. Yeah, really quickly.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it in by the last show of the of the week of this little short um, tour, I booked basically I booked two national acts to tour. Michigan, mid-Michigan, mm-hmm. southeastern Michigan, and such. And uh, it sucked because I was like a big fan of the one band, really big fan. And I feel I feel like when I listen to them now, it's like,
1: <sighs> You lost a lot of respect for them. I did, I'm sure, cause... I did.
0: And the guy also asked me for cocaine.
1: Oh well, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like yeah. you know, it's not like.
0: Right, and i've been asked for, I've been asked for stuff before other um, substances, and I like you know I I don't I don't handle that. I can just point you in the direction of somebody.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah,
0: take it down a notch, man. We could pick you up on the microphones. Oh, I was just
1: messaging him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah keep it tone it down there, Skid Row. Seriously. Like I
0: said, I will call you out on air. Um, I call Jake out all, all the time.
1: Turn that amp down from 11 to -2 please.
0: Yes, Nigel Tufnel. You me out for
1: Journey, which is just dumb.
0: Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> that's okay. All
3: right, sorry back to your
1: conversation. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I like the Journey one better actually. Yeah. Right? <laughs> ben has me on a serious show and I'm I'm not good at this. <laughs> right. It is, but, well we're it,
0: this the whole show isn't going to be serious. This is just I want to get some of the serious stuff out of the way because it was touched ta- it was touched upon on Jackie's show last night. You watch Jackie's show, obviously. I watch Jackie's show because I'm part of Jackie's show. Right. And she talked about it like as far as like dealing as is a boxing promoter, guys would do that to her. Like right. in the I locker did, room. I did catch yeah. that part. Yep. And it's and that's not okay. It's not okay. No. Don't ever abuse your uh um
1: well it's kinda like status. the unsolicited dick pic. Yeah. Like I just don't understand that. It, seriously, I don't get it. It's like you want to impress me. Don't show me what you might not be working with. It's like you know, yeah. Be a gentleman, right? Like, seriously, right? I'm sorry. It's all right. It's a very hot button. Yes. Uh, subject for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And this is a, and this is a you know yeah this is a serious topic and we're not going to stick on it too much because no. it's awkward, but it needs to be said and I. I will refrain from calling people out that haven't already been called out, but there is there there's a lot of famous people that are calling that are, that are uh calling others out but we're gonna talk about that after a quick break uh yeah this is this is this is a weird topic, but it needs to be said i think understandable so. i yeah. yeah
1: I agree yeah very much
0: so Elvis Hitler you think sounds like a plan sounds to me. like a plan here's a 10 Wheels for Jesus off of Disgrace Land on Mortaristic Juke Drying, right here on New Radio Media. All right.
2: and heartache and heartache.
0: Listening to the right here on New Radio Media. I am Ben Rose. Sitting across from me is Julia. Hey. Hey. Yes. Hi. <laughs> that. Uh,
1: Hello. Sorry. You know. That was really inappropriate.
0: That's right. We started off with Elvis Hitler 10 Wheels from Jesus, followed by St. Thomas Boys Academy. Let me go, and then that last one was Rebel Spy, See you in Hell.
1: Yeah. All very good selections. All
0: very good selections. Yes. Uh, St. Thomas Boys. And uh, Rebel Spies will be playing out at uh, the new Dodge on the 22nd.
1: I haven't been there in forever.
0: Oh, it's, yeah, it's been a while for me. And the um, Elvis Hitler will be on December 2nd at Smalls. So my final thoughts about this whole topic is don't be a bully. People are just, this it, is exactly what it is. Don't be a fucking bully. Don't be a creep. Don't. Don't force yourself onto somebody. Don't make anybody feel uh, uncomfortable uh, or afraid to whatever. In, their, in, in in.
1: You should treat people the way you want to be treated. That's right. Or if you wouldn't treat your mother or your sister in that way, or you would not want somebody doing that to your mother or your sister, right. then you shouldn't be doing it to somebody else.
0: That's right. And that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, I don't know. In a way, I'm kind of glad that people didn't call in with stories because uh, – that it,
1: might have gone on for a while because I think one caller kind of would have broke the ice for for it, a lot of people. I it think. would
0: have, it would have. So we're going to move on to a lighter topic. We're going to move on to a topic about. This is because of uh, something that belonged to Elvis just sold for a shit ton of money, and and I I'm kind of surprised. And this is something that we both have of our own. I know. I
1: wish somebody would have paid me that much money for. Yeah, my... me too. Yeah.
0: Go ahead. Divorce papers. That's right. I wish somebody paid $26,000 for Elvis's divorce papers and uh, you know, it's not the weirdest thing that people have paid for. It feels
1: it. like so far I've paid that much for my own divorce papers. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It wasn't that much. No. no.
0: <laughs> I I'm, I I'm surprised that it's, it was the exact same amount that I paid for mine, even though I was I've been divorced for um a while. Yeah,
1: a little bit. My divorce isn't even final yet. Right, <laughs> almost. almost. It's almost done.
0: Almost still waiting on that date, right? Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it's kind of. I mean, I understand maybe why somebody paid that much for it because it does have Elvis's and Lisa Marie Presley's signatures on it, probably several times. So you have quite a few autographs, if you will. Yeah. On those, on those forms. Um. So I could I could maybe see why somebody would pay that much money for Elvis's divorce papers.
0: Right. Now um somebody paid money for his uh a bo- uh, it's the bottle of what? Of uh from his uh muscle relaxers. So mm-hmm. it's a bottle of Valium,
1: like the ones that killed him. Or no, wasn't it a heart attack that killed him?
0: Well, yeah, he died on the toilet. Yeah, but it but it was pill related. Pill and, and and just eating horribly. A bottle it it's basically someone paid a anywhere between, like, $5,000 to $7,000 for the, the bottle of 10 milligrams of Valium that was prescribed to him in 1976, May of I mean, I guess you're a
1: huge Elvis fan, you know, and you have that kind of money laying around. Yeah. It makes sense. Right. You know, there's a lot of people that will pay a lot of money for strange things that belong to people that they admire.
0: Yeah, like somebody paid... Uh, Somewhere between two hundred and four hundred dollars for Steven Tyler's insurance card. Someone okay.
3: uh someone I know or not that I know, yeah, but uh so my best friend Blake sent me a picture of I guess when it was Kobe Bryant's last game ever in the NBA. Yeah. Like his last.
1: You know what? He, I do have a story about this. Yeah. You just reminded me of this. I just think it's also think it's funny that your name is Jake and your best friend's name is Blake. That's it's awfully awesome. adorable. It's, it's really awesome. it's very cute. Thank cute. you. You're welcome. Um,
3: yeah, and Blake sent me that uh, he – I guess some guy on eBay sold for a couple thousand dollars a bag of Kobe's last breath at the stadium and actually went for a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> I texted him back, and I was like, why didn't we think of this? All right. So Are you serious? There's some- I, I'm sorry. Ahead. I no. want to touch on this
1: really quick because okay, I ahead. probably could have made a lot of money on this. So I worked at, um, I worked at Whole Foods for a while. And there were always celebrities, athletes, people coming in there, whatever. It, it, I'd never paid any attention to it. But at the time, actually even still, um, two friends of mine were really into the Pistons. And I don't remember which Piston came in. I think it might have been Chauncey Billups. That's how long ago that was. And he had he asked for a sample of something which is really big at Whole Foods, so that's nothing out of the ordinary. What was it? I don't remember. Okay. Maybe, I don't even know, quinoa or farro or quinoa. something weird. I love quinoa, though. I know you got me eating it. It's good for you. Yeah, it. It's a complete I protein. Know, it, it has is. eight essential amino acids. It has eight amino acids. He was right. awesome. Amino, it is. Okay, let's get off of this. Anyway, um, I took it when he handed his sample cup back to me, which they're really not supposed to do, but I, I knew who this person was because of my friends. I brought them his sample cup and fork. And I really should have sold it on eBay. You I should have. I probably would have made a little bit of money on yeah, that, but you, I would have had, had no money. way to prove it. It wasn't signed. It wasn't whatever. I, I did not want to be that way. Hey, can you sign your used fork? You know, <laughs> but solid. you yeah. know, I gave it to them, and it sat on top of their television for a while because it was like when the Pistons were doing really well. I guess was I that don't, their like good luck charm? I don't. I don't even know. They were just like so geeked that I got this for them. It's like okay, cool. It's really weird, but yeah, I probably could have sold it. But that's that's a weird memorabilia type thing. That I gave away. Right. (laughs) You know? But I'm sorry. Um, No. Sidebar.
0: Sidebar. Well, (laughs) speaking of air, somebody bought air that was in the presence of Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie for $530. In the presence of.
1: Man, I wish I had $530. Right? That'd be amazing.
0: Yeah.
3: Can we just sell, like, air from the... Like, when we move into the, like, the new building here, can we just sell air? That's the last time we talked Yeah. in this studio? Right. Sure.
0: Well, I think this studio still going to be operating, but just for the, like, the, the biz channel, like, right?
3: I'll be like, oh, this was the last time Ben talked in this studio.
0: This is the last time Jake farted in this. Yeah,
3: that much small bag, dude. I would actually, I would fart in
1: a bag for that. Wow, one. can we get off poops and farts? Yeah, yeah. Nice come on, Ben, thanks. you're okay. the one that brought it up. Yeah,
0: uh, hey, it, 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 we're just getting it out of the way. I it's heard done. the last
1: couple of shows. We're not, we're not going down that that road. Ben's full. Hey, you know what? I
0: had actually a call, like a, a phone interview when I did with the Rebel Spies. They they brought it up. Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, that, I mean, yeah. When a guest brings it up, I guess that, it's okay. That's okay. You, you know, you gotta, you gotta be right. h- hospitable.
3: So I just have to tell someone to call in to have, bring it up?
0: Yes. If, you know, if somebody that is, that, that is not a, an employee of New Radio Media wants to do it, then that's fine. All right. Sounds good. All right.
3: I okay. will laugh if
1: that phone rings. All right. It's sad about that. Back to Weird Memorabilia. Yes.
0: Back to Weird Memorabilia. <laughs> uh, William Shatner's Kidney Stone. It was like 25000
1: That's just so gross.
0: Justin Chipotle's Unfinished French Toast. Who doesn't finish French Toast, by the exactly. way? Exactly.
1: That's
3: messed up. You finish French
1: Toast. You absolutely so, do. And then you probably order some more with some bacon. Scarlett Johansson's hey, Used Tissue. What?
0: Scarlett Johansson's Used Tissue. Oh,
1: that's gross. Nice. Mm-hmm. So full of germs.
3: Yeah. What would so, you do? Just put that in a box and just hang it in your house? <laughs> hey, you see that tissue? That's yeah. a Maybe that's tissue. how the
1: guy like gets chicks or something. Like, hey. You want to see my used Kleenex but, from Scarlett Johansson? Did you know, I,
0: all right, <laughs> so you, I know you collect things. I do. You collect water from different bodies. of. Uh, I do, yeah. and
1: most people find that really weird, but it's like, I think it's kind of cool. Like, I have a Narragansett Bay, I have all five of the Great Lakes, I have the Atlantic Ocean, the Pacific Ocean, um, I have a small bottle of the Indian Ocean from when my dad yeah. um, filmed a movie in India he got. A, a little bit of the Indian Ocean for me, which was pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a cool way to remember places you've been, or you know, it's it's free for mm-hmm. one. Yeah, you know,
0: I uh, I've I've collected a lot of things, a lot of stuff I lost due to you know circumstances circumstances. <laughs> but I used to have every single drum dr- broken drumstick from one band that I had managed because every time the drumstick broke, the drummer would throw it at me. Yeah. Cause he knew I kept him.
1: I remember. Yeah. And
0: <laughs> yeah, he, he would, no matter where I was in that room, he he knew where I, he knew he, and yep. he nailed me with it. Uh, I've had, I, I think I try to, I try to collect like weird obscure stuff from bands that I have booked or, um, bands on my, like my bucket lists, bucket list bands to book and bucket list bands to see. Mm hmm. Uh,
1: so I always forget to buy things When I go see bands I've always wanted to mm-hmm. see Like I'm just so excited to be there I always forget Like when I went and saw The, the Descendants Which is my yeah, favorite you did, band Yeah you didn't get anything I didn't even look at the merch table I was just so excited to be there Because I had never seen them ever Right And I was just That like, was oh such a God. fun show It was a great show I and, cried
0: But when we went and saw Depeche Mode
1: well I, stuff, yeah. well I mean it was outside and yeah. it wasn't, you know, whatever and that's that was your favorite band. Yes. And I was very excited to be there only be, you know, because it was depeche mode. Yeah. But you know, descendants I just get like fangirled yeah. and I just can't think straight and yeah, right. I, I but I legit cried at that show. They yes, played my did. favorite descendant song Silly and girl. I cried like a little baby.
0: You did. Yep. You did. Man. That's really personal. <laughs> it is. It is, but you shared it on lo- on air. That's okay. That's okay. Hey, guys,
3: so uh, I do have. Drew wants to say something. Hey, go you ahead, Drew. Something special. Go for it. Hold on one sec.
1: Oh, they're sharing headphones. That's precious.
0: You're going to make out next. Nice.
1: What Young what love. Says? Nothing, man. Go, That's go good. ahead, Drew. What, what would you like to say?
4: Uh, oh, well, I have a pretty extensive collection of uh, sports cards and autographs yeah. and memorabilia. That I've had since like I was a little kid, and I've continued to grow in that
0: collection to this day. Right on. Yeah, that's I, really cool. Yeah, I, thank you. I have a collection of um, I get first pressing forty fives. I have some pretty rare. Yeah, first you pressing. do do
1: that. You send me some pictures once in a while of whatever, and it's like, oh, that's really sweet.
0: Yeah, I've and I'm v- very adept at being able to talk some people down, and I and I, I have a lot of uh, first pressings from like Dekka uh, and from Sun mm-hmm. and so, some of them are, are absolutely mint like uh, like the first pressing I have of uh, Walk Line by Johnny Cash is, is on Sun it is mint all as well as uh, Patsy Cline's Walking After, After mm-hmm. Midnight is mint I, I just acquired a uh, Bill Haley and the Comets that was <laughs> supposed to be in good quality and it was not, it still plays that's okay. The lady says, "Oh, it's mint condition." And I said, "No, looks like you threw it down a dirt road." I'm a a big
1: Bill Haley fan.
0: But, you know, it was the first pressing on Decca and I that's I That's your thing. I well, and I got it for $8. Wow. I think yeah, I think it was No, it wasn't. No, it was 5. I got it for 5.
1: dollars wow. maybe I should just take you to the flea markets with me and make you haggle for me because I'm I mean, pretty get, good at it. I'm good but, at it. I'm but good at it. I can not ever get as low as I I'd, I'd like to to get them to go on prices. Right. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. My dad collects some some things. Your,
0: your dad and I have uh, collected some of the same things. I used to I used to have a radio collection. That's again, I lost that. Oh
1: my god! He's got he's got a radio collection, a phonograph collection. Yeah. He's got a small car collection. Oh, you know. I know his
0: I know his car collection is very attractive. <laughs> There's one in particular that I am in love with. That's parked in your garage. Yes, it is uh, a 1936 DeSoto Airstream.
1: No, Jake. <laughs> I thought he was going to say something. No. Anyway, okay. all right. Um, yeah. Well, no. The, people paying a lot of money for odd things, though, doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. All
0: right. Well, let's ask new guy Jamie. Jamie, do you ever pay money for a weird, uh, weird item that's like memorabilia? Uh,
4: I do that like all the time.
1: What What do you What do you collect?
4: Uh. Well, it's just more like weird objects from like flea markets. Okay. Stuff like that. Like,
0: um, do you
3: mind uh, defining a couple of those objects? Like,
0: like oddities, or
4: uh, just like weird gadgets and stuff. stuff okay, that, stuff that looks like it can't be used anymore but it looks cool.
0: Okay, I I think I can get, I can understand that. Uh, like, do love... you
1: fix these things or you just like take them home and put them on a shelf? And, and I
4: actually uh, take them and like decorate them a little bit. And then like with the
1: bedazzler actually, or what do you mean?
4: I play in a band and I actually use those things for props.
1: Oh okay. Just to
4: look cool on stage. Right on that's, that's,
1: that's cool. That's valid.
0: Yeah. Now I have some friends uh in in New York, uh, Memphis Partitions. Oh, okay. They yeah, took one great. of these like and it's actually uh, you can hear it on their album, this like toy laser gun, and he just and it makes weird sounds. In fact, I'm I'm actually gonna play the song a little bit uh coming up in a little bit. And what they did for to use this on stage, instead of like using something to loop it or whatever, they took the toy and inserted a microphone into it. Okay. So they're on stage and they're shooting off a little ray gun. And it, it's
1: it's kind of like Is a... Is it a like, Ronald ray gun? No. Oh, come on. Yeah, it was that a good one. That was good. I'm a,
0: little, I'm a little upset that I didn't think of that You're one. You're just jealous and I it's am. hilarious. I I am jealous. Shut up.
1: That was solid. <laughs> Thanks, Jake. <laughs> Got you. yeah
0: oh. okay sorry bud it's okay she's
1: he's just, just she, mad he didn't think of it she's just better than you at some things no he I actually out puns me a lot oh dude. yeah i'm yeah. good yeah I'm, for I'm sure
0: i am very good at with with uh with the pun and the dad jokes uh
1: <laughs> he's very punny
0: punny <laughs> i am
1: punny? <laughs>
0: yeah well you know See, it's okay to laugh at that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's okay. That's fine. Uh, <laughs>
1: that got a bigger laugh than the Ronald Reagan, though. I don't understand. Uh, I think, yeah, I think people are, like trying to process it. Ronald Reagan. I mean, saying, come on. I'm just... I'm just kidding. It's cool. I'm getting, I'm getting salty for yeah, no now, reason. Now, now you get a You haven't salty. even, yeah, you haven't had. Uh, I even don't even Jameson. drink Jameson anymore. That's There's right. No reason for me to but be that, salty. Yeah. Why?
0: Why, yeah, Why doesn't tough. she drink Jameson anymore?
1: That's a story for not on the radio. Yeah, for uh, sure. Just a question. No, Just well, a question. We'll talk later. Yeah. Post show. Oh. Post show. All right. Anyway, so.
0: Yes. You were saying. As I, I was saying that there's 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 a lot of a lot of weird celebrity things that that you can collect. I I do do somewhere. I there is a, uh, I have an autographed Johnny Cash LP that was not released. To the public, it was just for promotional use only. So not only is it an, an, an is it a, a vinyl, you know, twelve inch that is autographed by Johnny Cash. It's one that was not available. Wow. So yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yes, that is very cool.
1: That is wow. You're so cool. I know, right? You're so cool, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, someone turned Jake's mic off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So
0: another thing is I've let I've let certain people play, like because I have I collected rare guitars for a while mm-hmm. and i i just it's i had to put that on hold because money uh i've let certain people play um in, in different bands that have, that have offered me lots of money for one in particular and i will never sell it i've let them play it on stage mm-hmm. so i was like oh they get to play a, this rare collectible
1: is it the yellow the yellow one yeah okay i've That's so it's guitar- like i've
0: shared thank you i've shared my collective collection mm-hmm. with others so I'm, I'm nice. I'm nice like that. You're so sweet. Yes, I am. So there are a lot of things I've, I've actually owned um, some of Dave Taylor's pedals have ended up in my possession from the amino acids. Right, that's really
4: uh, cool. Hey, I actually have a broken guitar from Dave Taylor as well. Yeah, it was that their uh, small show. It was like their last. I mean, I was there. Show. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, that was great. I got one of those broken guitars.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was good. That was a good show. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so. I well I got I got a pedal from him. It was way like just years prior to that, many years ago. And he also he now plays with a pedal that I built. So it was kind of like a like a weird trade-off that I ended up with uh, with a pedal that Dave used with the amino acids. Now he uses a pedal that I that was custom built for him by me. So uh, yeah, and I don't know what happened to that pedal. Actually, I do know what happened to that
1: pedal. That's okay. No,
0: it's not. It's it it is not. It's not how I lost all that other stuff. Okay. No, (laughs) I I I lent it to somebody, and they and I I no longer talk to them. Ah. And it's not who you think.
1: I, I don't. No truck
0: tires involved.
1: Oh, well, okay.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh, what's yeah, the like, other story you were talking
3: about? All I heard was truck tires.
0: No, I'm just, just, no we're just talking okay. shit.
1: Yeah, we're just we're just talking some smack. That's it. Don't worry, not about you, Jake. It's we're okay. talking
0: code. Yeah. Talking in code.
1: BFF code. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Talking code about truck tires. That's cool. That's cool. The less we <laughs> say truck tire, the better.
0: Right. The less. <laughs> the less we now, say that. Now, now
3: I'm just getting mind fucked.
0: Yeah, you are. Anyway. <laughs> oh, wow, F word. So, okay. we're going to take another quick break. Yeah, uh, coming up is going to be... The, I'm going to play the Memphis Morticians, that song that I mentioned with the Ray gun, And then, I'm going to play the Interrupters, which... Speaking of... Um, back there. Uh, Interrupters, <laughs> who will be playing with... Uh, what SMR. Yeah, it's S- got some long names. Yeah,
1: it's like swimmers with no vowels. Yeah,
0: it is swimmers. I believe that is swimmers. Swimmers with interrupters, and it'll be at, be at. Uh, it, no, it's 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 at the majestic.
1: That one. I'm so. I'm sorry, my messenger yeah. closed. And this
0: is a courtesy of, well, Black Iris Booking. Ramona texted me about it.
1: At the magic stick.
0: Yes, at the magic stick. And it'll be Friday, December first. It's Swimmers with the Interrupters and the Regrets, which the regrets are awesome. They're just like these like these teenage girls that just are like a force to be reckoned with. This straight up garage shit.
1: That sounds really cool. And I was do, gonna say um, most of my regrets are awesome. they
0: they do this amazing cover of Fox on the Run. Nice. Which yeah. uh it's 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 just a great song. So that's that's what's coming up. On December 1st Go see go go check that, that show out It's a Black Iris show And Ramona's been on this show before Ramona has always been great to myself In the Motor City Juke mm-hmm. Joint Speaking of Black Iris and Ramona The Black Christmas show Which will be at the Majestic on December 30th Yours truly Will be DJing that event With a whole shit ton of bands Just go look at it at the Motor City Juke Joint page it's, The list is there I'll
1: probably be there
0: Yes you'll probably be there because the show will be there. So, yes, go check that out. And I'm sure when we get closer to that show, we'll be giving some tickets away. And uh, maybe maybe we'll be able to get some, some tickets for the Interrupters to give away as well. Because that'll be fun. And I, I don't know, I asked, I, I uh, text Ramona, said, yeah, maybe we should get we should try to get set up an interview with the Interrupters. Because that'll be fun, because I like them. And she said, Maybe.
1: Super cool. Ramona's yeah. great.
0: Yes, she is. I just said a whole lot without saying anything. Yeah. Or like, I said a kinda, whole lot about kinda, nothing. kind
1: of threw me off a little bit. That's why I, I didn't really have anything to retort. Yeah, I know. I know. All right. So uh,
0: here's the interrupters with Take Back the Power, followed by the blah, Motor City. Not Motor City. The Memphis, Memphis Morticians. Morticians. Jesus. Too many <laughs> M's in all of this. New Radio Media, Memphis, Motors. Just... Can we get a non-M-word?
1: Let's have a do-over.
0: It's a do-over. All right. Here's the interrupters <laughs> to take back the power on the Motor track. Right here on New Radio Media.
2: What's your plan for tomorrow? Are you a leader or will you follow? Are you a fighter or will you cower? It's our time to take back the power. What's your plan for tomorrow? Or oh would you cower?
0: Oh, you're listening to the Motor State Train right here on New Radio Media. I am Ben Rose. Sitting across from me is Julia.
1: I am Julia. That's right.
0: Yes, yes, you are. So, the one and only. The one and only, yeah. Mm. So, we were talking about weird, you know. Weird memorabilia. Memorabilia, weird mm-hmm. collections and everything. You know, so no, there's something that people like try to, they get, um, that's what I'm looking for. I guess well, a checklist of places that they've abandoned places that they've snuck into or broken into. Right? You know this, right? Yeah, some yeah, yeah. some
1: people do that. So, I've lost track. Right. Cuz I don't write them down. Same here.
0: But there is the um, Northville Psychiatric Hospital,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which they had done away with the tunnels to get in there a while back. Now they're just demolishing the whole place.
1: Yeah, by 2018, I think I read.
0: Yeah, yeah. so... Which keep, isn't that far away. Which you got to get in there now. Which you can't, actually, because it's
1: patrolled quite... Yeah, it is patrolled quite heavily now. When I first found out about it, it was just starting to be stepped up with patrols. Yeah. Um, I, d- I never had the opportunity to go in there. Yeah. I kind of... I mean, I like going into abandoned places and maybe places that are somewhat haunted. I do kind of draw the line at psychiatric places, though, because that's just... That's a whole world of... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Creep. Not, creepy. Not creepy. That's just a whole whole world of whatever. I don't even want to mess with. I don't want to get into. Yeah. I don't want something coming home with me. I don't. Yeah. yeah I, it's yeah. It's just not not a place I'd like to be.
0: I get you. That's that that is a, a valid valid reason mm-hmm. for not wanting to go in there. But you have you have gotten broken into places uh, in your youth or. I don't say broken in, you have um
1: I really haven't broken into anywhere really. I have to,
0: just explored there was
1: there were places I've gone into that were easily accessible. <laughs> that yeah. There was no there was no breaking of anything. You just let it yourself just,
0: in 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 via the the missing door.
1: Well yeah, or window or yeah. you know, whatever. Um yeah, especially like, mainly in Detroit. It's not like you're doing B and E's. No, and <laughs> if I had to break in someplace to get in there. Yeah. I don't want to do that anyway. Cause it takes apart, it takes away from what little integrity that building had. Right. Uh, when I got there. So I just, I don't, that's not something I wanted to do was to damage a building further. Yeah. You know, I'm For sensitive sure. to that kind of stuff, I, I guess. Get,
0: yeah. I get you. Mm-hmm. I get you. So this is, wow. You know what? Actually, this, this is something that, that I, that just came up is, you know, newswire. Yeah. Uh The 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 Rosa Parks attorney is uh, he's given three weeks to turn over uh, some uh, missing historical artifacts that he had a a collection of involving uh, like
5: her her case.
0: Well, no, he had some other stuff, but he's he's, basically he's 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 in this long drawn out bankruptcy case. But he had a first edition of Booker T. Washington's autobiography and gold records from several Motown artists. Hmm. So he was a collector. Interesting. And uh, the judge gave him three weeks to surrender or more than 130 items so it can be evaluated as part of his three year old bankruptcy case. Like, how do you, like, three years? Wow. Dra- just dragged it out. Just,
1: just. He filed for bankruptcy and it took three years. He probably paid more in attorney's fees.
0: Well, he is an attorney.
1: I don't think you can represent yourself with bankruptcy. Though. I don't know. I don't think, I think there may be a conflict of interest it there. It could be.
0: It yeah. could be. Anyway. Yeah so there's that yeah like i I mean like seriously that's like motown
1: stuff that he probably could have gotten out of his bankruptcy just by, by selling. selling those things. Yeah, you dumbass. <laughs> well, never mind. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> is it a lawyer joke? No, yeah, it is a lawyer joke. <laughs> well, I don't care. I'm not a lawyer. I know, but maybe people that listen to your show are. Well. Or there's one, one lawyer in particular that has his own show, and then he's kind of a cool guy. So, you no, know, we're not going there. <laughs> we are definitely not going there.
0: That's a, Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, that that's uh that's slander. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> if you you well you've never met him so you don't know how he he does with his hair. Um I've seen him. Yeah. He's a little guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to you know, All right, I I guess I can say this. There is a the first time I was ever on the radio ever was uh on Sheldon K show, the rock and roll lawyer show. Sheldon interviewed me and with um Taylor Okay. He was my former business partner. Your associate. Associate. And he interviewed us about uh, our business. And it was it was sh- like Sheldon and like five other people interviewing us all at the same time.
1: That sounds chaotic. All crammed
0: in a tiny room. Basically, this room right here that Jamie is sitting in, it was just a little bit bigger than that. So. The, it, like the... there was one guy, the guitarist, you remember, you know the band Frigid Pink? Yeah,
1: Jamie does. Yeah. Okay. So the guitarist <laughs> from
0: Frigid Pink was sitting. Was was he sits in on the show occasionally? Uh-huh. He was kind of sitting like in the hallway. They had to leave the door open. That's how many people were in there.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. Kind of like when Audrey Byrne was here.
0: Yeah, because they brought a friend. They brought uh, singer's boyfriend. There was a lot of
1: people in here, yeah. but they're, they're his their photographer too, and he's very talented.
0: Yeah. Do you, have you seen the new photos from their uh, Halloween show?
1: No, I have not. I just, I checked out his work after yeah, they were on the show, but talented. there were a lot of people in here is what I'm saying. It was yeah, a very fun was. show, super awesome people. Just There were yeah. a lot of people in here.
0: We can only mm-hmm. really accommodate, uh, about four people for now at, yes, three
1: when Julie is here. Yes. I'm sorry. I was. Yes. I thought that might have been a hidden insult, but I'm like, no, it wasn't. No. I'm like, I, no. had to, I had to count the chairs. <laughs> right. No, it was not a hidden insult. No, I'm just saying like, like,
0: because there are only five microphones in this room. Right. So people have to share. Two
1: minus five is, yeah, five minus two rather is three. No, I got it. Some, sometimes a little slow on the uptake, At least like, you're an, pretty. Like, like an old carburetor.
0: Yeah, <laughs> old carburetor, anyway. Yeah, oh, oh, yes, okay.
1: What else? So, we can talk about breaking into buildings,
0: yeah. No, well, we're I, I just want to say that that because it, it's a that building has come up on numerous past I think you and my shows. brother talked about it when yes, he was on here. We did, yeah, yeah. He's now,
1: he's gotten into a lot more places oh, than I have. Because oh, he has no fear. I always had that fear like, oh man, we're gonna get caught, uh, whatever. So you yeah, know,
0: I that's, I, that's I, me. I I yeah I'm on the same page with Marty.
1: Yeah, I know. Okay. So
0: <laughs> um Nickelback. how do you feel about the nickelback?
1: Oh wow, why?
0: Okay, now how do you feel about smashing pumpkins?
1: Um, it depends. Okay. Like 1979 was a great album. It was good. Melancholy in the Infinite, Infinite Sadness, Sadness yeah, was a great right. album. Now, Siamese was it Siamese Dream? Yeah, eh, it's okay. Now,
0: uh, Billy Corgan.
1: Oh, he, he's, all
0: about the Nickelback.
1: Really? Because yeah. Billy Corgan to me is kind of along the same line as Morrissey. They're they're both kind of little bitches. Yeah, they really are, but very talented at the same time. So I really can't discount behavior, because you know. Due to talent, right? Well, I'm sorry. Discount talent due to behavior. Sorry.
0: Billy Corgan is saying that Chad Kroger is an incredible songwriter, and the band members are badasses. And he describes their music as musical porn for the pop masses. And there's nothing wrong with that if you if it's who you want to be. Uh, I I I
1: have I have nothing. I no, I have nothing either. I.
0: Now we all—I mean, we all like, know that Nickelback sucks. Uh,
1: Just—it's beyond sucks. They're yeah, absolutely terrible.
0: Yeah, thanks, Canada. Um, yeah,
1: let's talk about more horrible things on your show today, Ben. I know, right? It's—it's
0: mean, <laughs> it's, it's a horrible topic, but every—but everybody knows these bands that are just fucking awful. That they're just.
1: But, I, but here's my thing. Like, we, everybody thinks, like, there's a huge group of people that think Nickelback is terrible. But the frightening thing is, is there's a bigger group of people You're that selling think they're amazing. To, because, because they're, they're shit on the They're records. all millionaires. So, I don't know if it's mostly in Canada, where they're from, that people think they're so great. But I know there's a there's a large following in Metro Detroit, for whatever reason. But there is. Um, I, I have nothing... To say about Nickelback, like, I just, I can't, so like, I can't fathom there's, I can't fathom their amount of success. I really right. don't understand it.
0: Well, there, there's a whole lot of bands that came out that, that, that really made it big around the same time, like Two Doors Down, in, which is just n- another Nickelback-type band. Right. Uh, and I, I guess it was just, like, there is, it's like, like, there's a demand for music that is is that that is just not, that, that doesn't really have that much substance. Like, you, you, you know... Kind
4: of like background music.
0: Kinda, but you know, like when we went to see Lucero, mm-hmm. right? And there's like dude bros, just like fist pumping and stuff. Like, they, they, did you they,
1: see people fist pumping?
0: Oh yeah, remember? I, I like I was I was texting you about this. Like, there's these dude oh, bros. Oh, that was before I got there. Yeah. yeah. So like, there's like a lot. There are people that'll go to these shows, and, I, and, and you and you see it. I, I like every time I see Electric Six, I, I you, you see it, and it's like that one. One guy that's screaming gay bar because that's the only song they know, right? So it's like they're really not into the music, they're into uh just partying, you know. So Nickelback to me is kind of like um, it's it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's almost like bro country
1: as far as like the pop rock, yeah. Yeah, they are kind of the the Luke Bryant of pop, yeah. pop rock, and and on all of that. Yeah, yeah. I, I I guess I get it. I don't know. Like I I get, I don't like. I get why bro country is so yeah. wildly popular more than why Nickelback and that genre of music is popular. Like right. I don't I don't really understand that, but I can kind of see because I listened to bro country for um, seven years. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Um, Uh, So I can kind of see why people would like it a lot. Some of it's catchy. Most of it's really ridiculous. And that's probably why it's so popular. But um, I just think Nickelback and those kind of bands just take themselves so seriously. And it doesn't make any sense. It's like, it's just, I don't get it.
0: Right. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff like 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 it's it's like ma- it's mass produced music, in my opinion,
1: overproduced,
0: overproduced. Yes, I, I, yeah. I, I, I personally am a minimalist when it comes to music. I like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think that um, there needs to be a whole lot of like weird shit added to it. Uh, if you want to get avant garde and, and experimental, that's fine. Yeah, I'm I you know. Do what you got to do.
1: Well, okay. Well, amino acids play with a the theremin. Yeah, but I mean the, that could be seen as really artsy and weird and different, but it's cool because it works.
0: A, it, well, because it 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 does work, but it's also in place of a of a singer.
1: Very true. But right. I mean, even without the theremin, it would be just as good. I mean, but it, the theremin is like so cool because no one has a theremin. It,
0: well, no one has a theremin consistently throughout their entire through their entire like every song, right? You know, it, but that's just Black Sabbath playing surf music. Just that's me, I mean, true. It's are. Um, it's yeah, stoner, Dur- stoner doom surf. So you
1: totally pop my balloon with that one because I love did. them. I did, I did.
0: Uh, so because I know Dave Taylor is into totally into stoner doom metal. Uh,
1: Never so, met him, but it doesn't surprise me. No,
0: he's. He, <laughs> I I, I he, he's he's. He was at he was at my house years years ago. It actually was the same when I had that housewarming party. Oh you yeah, you were there.
5: Uh-huh.
0: He spent majority of the night playing with my dog. I yeah,
1: I can see that. Yeah, you've done that though.
0: <laughs> Me, I've done that. I have done that. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can be that that guy sometimes. Uh, but it's mass produced stuff. Just the same thing. It's it's just it's it's no different than. And like Britney Spears or, and such like that, you know. And but there are a lot of those songs. A lot of those songs, if you take take them out of out of what whoever is mass produced them and and have somebody else do them, they can be great songs. Which is like lead, me leading to because I know you posted this postmodern jukebox.
1: Yeah, they're coming.
0: They they will take the way they they can take these take songs that are absolute fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And turn them into something that's much better. Like uh, when, like the first time I ever heard them was when they did that. Miley Cyrus um, what was it? Can't stop. And they did it as like a like a doo-wop.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But, but okay. So in that same line, though, like yeah. postman jukebox is great, but they turn music that, y- like you and I, might not necessarily like, and turn and put it into a exactly. genre that you and I are both into, along with a lot of other people. Right. So like. There's people I know that don't like postmodern jukebox because yeah. they take these modern, they ruin their these songs. modern songs and turn them into doo wop or western swing or really bluesy, right. you know that kind of stuff. I yeah. have my hands all in front of the camera, I'm Italian. Right. I can't not talk with my hands. I'm sorry, right? Um, but I mean, my thing with music, music is art. Yes. It's subjective. It is subjective. It's it's something that people are are always going to argue about. They're always going to have their own opinions and what works and what doesn't, what they like and don't like and, right. and that kind of stuff. Like, I will never fault somebody for liking the kind of music that they like. Um, if I find out that somebody uh, that I know or that I'm interested in or something likes Nickelback, then um, it's probably a good... Hard No. <laughs> right. Well, there there, there, there
0: is a band that you, people wouldn't probably make fun of that. I know that you like that. I, I'm not going to say I, I'm not going to say on air. I'm not going to call you out. And you oh. had actually prefaced this by telling when you told me that you like them about not judging you. And I you know what? I'm not judging you because most people judge the band on one song. Right. Versus. What the, they've grown to?
1: to yeah, to, because to, they are actually in the talented. Last, in the last 15 years, and yeah,
0: they fucked themselves with their and I missed one that hit show.
1: I was really upset yeah. about
0: it. I w- hey, I would have gone. I would have gone with you.
1: Well, you know, but um yeah, I I, re- I would rather not mention the name of this band on air. But besides, the, the, whoa, whoa,
0: yeah, yeah, actually, that was that that uh Miley Cyrus, which I can play a little bit about. Actually.
1: Postmodern jukebox did cover that particular single of this particular band that you're.
0: Should I not play it?
1: I mean, you can. I guess it's not, it's not like. Okay, I'm probably going to get in a lot of, lot of people making fun of me for this. Um, I thoroughly enjoy the band Hanson, and it was after Middle of Nowhere that I kind of really like found like got into them because i thought that song was really stupid and the whole i listened to the, some of the album and i'm like yeah. oh, this is crap and then when they got a little bit older they released another album and i'm like well you know what this is this is really great yeah i'm gonna start dancing in the studio anyway um their yeah. albums after that yes. first one um it's really interesting to see the progression between like being little kids to now being grown adults, where their yeah. music has actually evolved. And it's it's still pretty poppy. It's still pretty sugary and everything else. But I like that kind of stuff sometimes. Um, it's They're not a terrible band. They just get a bad rap for that stupid freaking song.
0: Are you raising your hand?
1: I,
4: I kind of want to add to what uh, Julia's saying. Yeah, go ahead. My thing with uh, Hanson and Nickelback... Hanson just seems like they, they actually like their music and they were like, hey, this is the music we're writing where Nickelback's like, hey, what can make money? Let's see what every other band is doing and just rip them off.
1: See, that's, I don't get that that's, from that's Nickelback so difference. much. I think Nickelback just takes themselves so freaking seriously. Like, these are great and this is what I do and, and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? But, like, Hanson, they were kids when they got really big. And you could, I mean...
4: Exactly. They're, it's like there's they're, they don't have all this, like... You know, like corporate look of how a band should be, like in their life. It wasn't until like they're older that they kind of got that.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. See, because they they were they, they were talented. Who is this? Drew. Wow, Drew. All right. What did uh, he say? He said his first concert he ever went to. Wow.
1: That's really cool. I've actually never, I've never even seen them. They were just here at St. Andrews in October, and I really wanted to go. Because I'm like, oh, that'll be really fun, you know, because they had, I think they just put out a new album recently. And you know what? I'll even say this on the air. One of my all-time favorite Christmas albums is the Hanson freaking Christmas album. And judge me, seriously. Everybody, judge me.
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: But anyway, that's really cool, Drew. Really cool. Um, but... uh But they get a bad rap because of that stupid single, which is horrible. It's awful. Their album after that, though, it's actually, it's pretty okay. And then the subsequent albums. My friend Tara, who's very into Hanson and very open about it, um, she'll back me up on all that. Yeah? She doesn't listen to the show, but, (laughs) Um, yeah, she's actually the one that kind of, like, pushed me. Into that, yeah. Into that a little bit more because I was always very embarrassed about it. I still kind of am, but yeah. But yeah, Nickelback is just bad.
0: All right, Jamie, I gotta give you props for your first show being Suicide Machines at St. Andrews. I'll give you that. Oh, thank you, man. You're welcome.
4: Like they do that song, Break the Glass. To me, that was like the like the young anthem song. I love. I remember it to this day, man.
0: Were we like 13?
4: Pretty much, yeah. 13 years old, young, wild, and crazy. Jamie Chariot. You're wild. 34, right?
0: Yes, sir. I'm pretty good at that.
4: Yeah, that's 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 good, man.
0: Yeah. I uh You're 34? I'm good at calling out I'm ages. 34. Wow. But no one's ever good at get, getting mine. I'm pride myself on that.
4: You're
1: 28. Is you that a, is that actually a
0: serious serious statement?
4: Serious guess.
1: Who thinks you who thinks who's 28? Jamie, you think who is 28? Me. Ben.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Sorry.
0: No. She's like 37. Oh, all right. I'm 30.
4: Yeah. Because I always get I'm 24. Everybody thinks I'm like 24, 25, and I'm like, hey, I'm 34. They're like, oh.
0: You know, yeah, props to Lenard for, for Run DMC being his first concert.
1: Lenard, you're my new best friend. That's awesome. Right on. I think that's yeah. so cool.
0: Yeah, so... My, mine oh, I'm sorry go no ahead. okay my first one like this is like on your own right right all my first one on my on my own was to see uh Ozzy and Danzig that was my but my first show going downtown by myself was to a Danzig CD release party on Halloween night and it was $6.66 mhm yeah I still have the ticket for that. I yeah, I collect all the tickets from all my shows I've ever been to, and I the used wristbands. To. I used to yeah,
1: to. so you like your first show on your own, or your first first concert like ever?
0: First concert that I've ever mm-hmm. not first the the Danzig CD release was was not my first uh, concert ever. It was my first one on my own. Okay. The first one that I ever like I I, I ever went to um, was. Uh, was with uh, with Ozzy and Danzig because I, I I'm a huge Misfits fan and I you know at that time you couldn't go and see the Misfits because Jerry only hadn't started doing anything with Michael Graves yet and he, I think it was right. still like this legal battle between Jerry only and and um and, and Glenn Danzig, so mm. I got to see twice in one year. I got to see Danzig once was C, to see C release and he played with Prong, which uh which I thought was a it was actually a pretty good band, and I think Danzig actually ruined Prong by stealing Tommy Victor away, who was the singer and guitarist. So because Tommy Victor started playing guitar for Danzig, and yeah,
1: right on. Nerd um, alert. Okay, well, my, my first concert ever, yeah, first concert ever <laughs> was, it, was, was John Denver. Yeah, with my mom, my grandmother, and two of my aunts. Was it Judy and Mimi? Judy and Mimi, yep. And uh, I think Judy is a saint. She, she, is. Judy
0: is a national treasure. Ju- Judy, if you're listening, I love you. She's Judy,
1: tried She's She's Ju- Judy
0: tried to make out with me. once. She's <laughs> not.
1: She's taking care of my kid. Judy tried to make out with me once. You know what?
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was just. It was. It was. It was totally like I turned around and and, and it then was just face. It faced and we were yeah. like face to face. This is the first time we met. Yeah. And. Since then, Julia has joked about me trying to like, kind of make out with her mom.
1: Let's, let's make this more awkward today. I know. So anyway, my first concert was John Denver with some members of my family, and it was super fun because I I still enjoy John Denver. I grew up listening yeah. to him. My oh. daughter actually likes John Denver a lot, but my first concert without my parents.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, oh man, was um, Slaughter, Cinderella, and Dawkin with Poison uh. headlining. My first concert
3: without my parents was Jay Z and Justin Timberlake at Ford Field.
1: Ugh. I mean, great.
4: It's great. Apparently, somebody was bringing sexy back.
1: Not Jake. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, no, I mean. I'm gonna go
3: home now. No, I, I don't, don't go I don't, home. I don't, I don't like this show. You're good.
1: Um. Oh, I forgot I was gonna say no. Good, um, good. Karma <laughs> sucks. Karma sucks. Thanks. It's like the second time tonight that's happened. Thank you. Yeah. yeah but this time actually is meaningful because it's karma. The first time was like, yeah. Oh, well, so. Anyway, dude. Um,
0: <laughs> I remember my first beer.
1: Right. I uh, do
0: too. <coughs> <coughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, it's it, it's derailed.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Let's let's, let's rein it back in here. You want to take a
0: quick quick break? Quick break would be good. Okay. That'd be solid. Yeah. What do you want to hear, Julia?
1: What do I want to hear? Yeah. I want to hear what we were supposed to play on in our intro.
0: Intro. You want to hear the like 44 Territories. I'd like to hear 44
1: Territory. Territories. Tonight I'll be staying here with you. Yeah,
0: which is actually the intro music for the show. 44 Territories are a great band formerly known as uh, and Angels, and they've been on the show many times, and they will be on many more. So, yeah. Starting with right now. Starting with right now. Here is the 44 Territories. Tonight I'll be staying here with you on the motorcycle joint, new radio media.
2: Throw my ticket out. Small Hater
0: Alright, you listen to Motor City Juke Joint uh, on new radio media. Still having that little distortion. That's a little weird and I'm 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 kind of unsettled by it. But I would like to apologize to any of you that are listening and we're enjoying that song by the Casket Bastards called Don't You Just Know It, which is a cover of an old sixties song and that I honestly I couldn't even tell you who originally did it. But that's what Google's for. And I'm going to Google it right now. And so I, just so I can let you know. So, originally was done by Huey P- Piano Smith. And that was, uh, yeah, that was forever and a fucking day ago. So, Huey Piano <laughs> Smith in the Clouds. Yeah. I don't know what else to tell you since we've had some little weird distortion stuff. But before that was uh, the actual theme music for the show is "44 uh, Territories." Tonight I'm staying here with you, which is an amazing song. It is an absolutely amazing song. So it to, is. go it's check one of my out? Favorites. Yeah, go go check go check out the "44 Territories." Jesus, Dan is great. He's 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 a fun fun guy. Uh, we. I interviewed him at the other station a few times. What's funny is like not I don't want to say, like in the same week, but like in, within the same two weeks he had been interviewed on two different two different shows on that on that station.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And the other show that he was interviewed asked him really they they just asked like dumb questions. It was like a circus sideshow, man, just like random bullshit questions. And I know, like when you know, there's no guests on the show, so there's a, there's a lot of random stuff. But when we, when there are guests, the sh- it's it's actually pretty serious, mm-hmm. you know. You know, so they asked him this question, and, and I, I really I I don't want to hear answers because it's such a stupid question. They asked him, "What would would you rather fight a horse sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah.
1: I, I, what?
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. Why Why would you ask? Some, I mean, I, I guess it's... All right, so I... I don't even know why would you even ask I've, a normal person that, let alone someone you're interviewing. Right.
0: I've had guests that got a little weird and uncomfortable that uh, during the interview... Th- That I didn't bring up their new album soon enough, even though that was I I did. I did ask him about the new album. Right. So uh, I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to call you out, man. But I I, I, and I hope you're listening. I'm not making fun of you.
1: Oh, now I'm really curious of tell me after
0: (laughs) you were here. You were here. Yes, you were here for that. Oh, yeah. I could tell he was squirming that I hadn't asked I hadn't asked him soon enough. I gotcha. But I get it. It's okay. Yeah. But we covered it. So you know I would never ask a band a, just a ridiculous question like that. That's not that's not I mean first not only is it unprofessional
1: I, I will say this. Yeah. I could see that question being asked. Um If they're nervous or they're uncomfortable or they've never been on a radio show or TV or whatever, I could see that just to kind of like lighten it up a little bit. I could see that, but just to ask that question in seriousness,
0: right? And I'll tell you this: the forty-four territories. When the singer Dan, Mm -hmm. Dan is not not does not have a problem being in front of the microphone.
1: Well, that's good, but he's a, a small percentage of
0: people, right? You know, they're very rarely. Have i had an if i interviewed anybody that was just like clearly uncomfortable throughout the whole interview and I will say the only person that I have ever had that it was that was uncomfortable and it's in it's i mean i can say i know he doesn't listen um okay was Phil Alvin of the blasters right yeah that that was an a really um You, Remember, said it
1: was, you said it was a little awkward. Yeah, he like awkward. speaks in like two word answers. Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: and uh, except when I brought up one particular topic. Now, the reason I brought up that topic is because I knew that that was something that he was passionate about and that that was his non-music related career. Right. Now, some people might say, oh, who are, the, who are the Blasters? Well, Blasters have been playing since, well, shit, before you and I were born. Or mostly
1: uh, you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Most of right. me. Yeah. Well, yes. <laughs> so
0: some people might remember that the, they were um, on the, the the soundtrack to the, the Robert, Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino film uh, from *Dust Till Dawn. They did their song called Dark Knight mm-hmm. that, uh, that was pretty popular there. But Phil Alvin and Dave Alvin, they were two brothers, Dave Alvin, that ended up leaving the band and did some stuff with Mojo Nixon. That's a different story. So anyway Phil Elvin still keeping the band strong still great guy originally it was supposed to be an in-person interview and we mm-hmm. went to that show. we did it was yeah. it was really good it was amazing
1: but you can kind of tell just how he was on stage that how that interview might have gone cuz he's he's doesn't have a lot of stage presence he's very inward he's very inward he's very yes. stiff very, yeah he has his eyes closed almost the entire time just does what he has to do yes. and goes home
0: right now Originally, there was supposed to be an in-person interview. Then uh, it was—I was asked if it could be uh, a email interview, and it's like, no, this is for real. right? This isn't going to work. So we settled on doing a phone interview. He agreed to a phone interview, begrudgingly.
1: At least you got that, though.
0: Yes. Now, the interview was—I, you know—and this is the thing—is like, I. This is maybe one of the most famous people I've ever interviewed. And I can't play it on air because it's mostly me talking. Right. So when I brought up math.
1: Well, because he's a math professor.
0: Or was. Was a math professor in California, yes. And he lit up. He was excited about it because when he gets off stage – he immediately goes back to whether it's the green room, his hotel rooms, tour van, tour bus, whatever, and starts working on mathematical equations.
1: That sounds like an unwinding type thing. Well, it it's, is. It's familiar to him, and it's it's not music. It is.
0: It is. It, well, m- music is math, but to an extent, that's a totally different show. <laughs> yeah, that's a different, that's show. A different <laughs> show. That's a that 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 that's a that that that's a nerd alert Aspie show. Um,
1: yeah, that's that's for you and Marty.
0: Yeah, Marty and I'll do that show. Yeah, go for No, it. actually he probably wouldn't want to do anything like that. Would he?
1: No.
0: Math related? No, no, M- probably not. Marty would be great as on a game show.
1: I think it would depend on the game show, but yeah, I think he I think he might have that kind of he, that I, charisma.
0: I think he can get sleazy sleazy used car salesman uh charisma going. <laughs>
1: I think so. <laughs> I, I actually
0: adore your brothers. And, well, and your sister. They're, they're All three all, of them.
1: All four of us are, are yes. completely different people, but yet the same. Yes. It's I, incredible.
0: I haven't had much interaction with your sister, but...
1: Well, she's not so. around a whole lot.
0: Right. She does her own thing. Mm-hmm. Which actually is something I want to I, I wanted to bring up uh, because there's a swing th- dance thing coming up. But let me finish the the the, the, the Phil Alvin. Yeah, go so for So Phil it. I'm Alvin. So sorry. Well, you if, you, no, it's you all start right. Talking about my I know. Family. But Phil Alvin is uh, once I brought up math, he lit up because that's what he did. That's what he does. unwind. And so the only way I could salvage that interview, the recording of that, is to start this project that I'm still working on. I'm still compiling what musicians do after they get off stage. And unwind. Right. And uh I hope I hope to I hope to finish that project one day. Um so which I will. It's just it's you know, to try to fill it like I I mean I probably I don't want it to, to be like some two hour some two minute, three minute thing, but I also don't want it to be like a two, three hour thing. Right. Anyway, so this swing dance thing that's coming up.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't know you were gonna bring it up and I'm trying to find it.
0: Right. It, I'm sorry. It, it, it's all right. Said,
1: are you talking about the one for veterans? Is
0: no. that what you're talking about? No, it is not that. There's some other th- – there's another one. And and that's – initially, that's what I thought it was.
1: See, my sister does so much in the swing dancing thing. Yeah. Scene in Metro Detroit. I can't keep all of her events straight. She – up until recently, she was helping to teach and, and, and things like that and actually – I can't find this particular event, I, but she doesn't she doesn't do a whole lot anymore. She goes to events, but doesn't dance so much. She she injured her her ankle two years ago, and it's not the same. Car accident? Sorry.
0: Car accident? No. Oh, this is Saturday. It's uh the swing dance party, and it is at the it's at the Fisher Building, really. Yeah. Oh See no, it? I'm sorry. It's at the Cube in in, in Midtown. Sorry, I didn't know about that one. Yeah, the Cube. That's not the. I don't know what that. The Cube the, well, is. there is one of the. That quick, sounds like a Quicken Loans thing. Yes, there is a Quicken Loans uh, building called the Cube, which is which was the the Chase building. Okay. It's that yeah, that's their code word for the Chase building. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Immediately, I thought, well, maybe uh, your sister's involved in that
1: that i don't know i know she's she's been involved in i can't remember the group now we're going to have to have her on because it's a it's a, it's a swing lo- dancing and pin up thing for veterans and families of veterans and it's a fundraiser and, and all that kind of I stuff i would really cool.
0: love to have your sister on the show we'll that have would have be fun that's not sarcasm either <laughs> i know you're I looking would at me not. you're looking at me like Man, don't be sarcastic. Just because
1: she's like a she's like a, a PR person for yes. one of the chapters, and I and had I known you were, we were going to talk about this, I would have done my homework because yeah. you know I, I can't remember everything. But um, yeah, it's actually kind of a cool event that's coming up that she's helping to do. But yeah, she is very involved in the swing dancing uh, uh-huh. scene in, in Detroit.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, and it, it it is a veterans
1: uh... maybe
0: is it, a, it it's a well this is a, that Veterans Day was last weekend, so I can't say that it was. Ve- it was right. Veterans what's, Day. what's the name of the event? This is. It's, they call it Swing Dance Party, and it's hosted by Detroit Symphony Orchestra, and it's at the Max M and Marjorie S Fisher Music Center. I don't know why they're bringing up the cube, uh, and it is uh, live music performed by musicians from the legendary Count Basie Orchestra. Be cocktails and live DJ. From, it's starting at seven thirty. Dance lessons at eight o'clock. Live music and open dance floor from nine to eleven. Tickets are $49 for the VIP experience, which includes reserve section, premium seating, and a free drink. $15 general admission advance includes general admission seating until November 17th. $25 at the door.
1: $50 includes a free drink.
0: Oh, and you get premium seating. But...
1: But a... a, Like a, like singular. Yes.
0: Okay. There is a... There is one other event that I really want to um wanna wanna plug. And this is this is actually for for Holly Hawk, burlesque performer, uh-huh. and her she has her burlesque school, which is great, it's in Ferndale. And I guess they're trying to do some boylesque. I'm looking at you guys back there. Yeah, Boy Lesk, all of you, all three of you guys, well, four of you guys going to do some Boy Lask.
1: My friend Brendan's a Boy Lesk.
0: Yeah. Is he? He is. Good. Now, the Speakeasy Sundays is a one-year anniversary show on December 10th, and it will be at Cliff Bell's. Cliff Bell's is great. You've had your birthday party at Cliff Bell's.
1: I had my 25th birthday That's party. That's right. That was even before they started serving food, and my brother was the sous chef there. But either way, that place is awesome. It's, yes. it's completely restored, and it's beautiful, and mm-hmm. it's a great place to see really anything, burlesque, live jazz, anything. It's, yes, it's awesome. it is
0: great. And there will be uh, the I don't know if you're familiar with the Speakeasy Sundays. Mm-hmm. Holly Hawk puts it on. It's usually once a month, and it's always at a Sunday. And it's always at Cliff Bell's, but it's a it's a it's a monthly uh, burlesque uh, in variety show. So you definitely go check that out. I know that at before the show started, there was only like maybe three VIP tickets left. Wow, there really? was five. Well, there was five. Uh-huh. As I was writing it down, and I know I didn't make it into the like the print like the the print version, I wrote I hand wrote it, and th- then as I as I was writing it, I see that three that two of them were sold, so there's like three left. There are still some tickets. I think the the, the general admission tickets left, and you can do you can get those tickets um, by going to it's event bright, but that's a, a b r i t e dot com slash e slash speakeasy um oh the, yeah you know what I'm just gonna have to post this whole thing because I'm, I'm not listing off this link it's it, it's
1: yeah just it, post the link it's
0: convoluted
1: right I w- I want to say English Beat is also playing tomorrow at L Club
0: yes this is correct English Beat at L Club you know what I was totally all about going to that until I found out about Brian Setzer.
1: right I've always wanted to go to his Christmas show and now I get to go super yes. excited yes we get to go. Oh, yeah, that's right. We are going. Yeah, we
0: are going. (laughs) Right. (laughs) It's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Don't you damn dare go without me. Right.
1: Um, I I think that's a show.
0: That's a show. Yeah. Yeah, that's a show. All right. Thank you. See you on Thursday.